Welcome everyone. Today, in today's slash Harlebanon Daf Yomi Shi'ur, we will be doing Daf He He in um Perik in Mesechet Shabbat, Perik Amar Biyakiva. Pe He stands for Pe, and we hope that Hashem will be with our mouths to clarify this and make sure that it's as clear as a bell to all our. Uh, Constituents. Let's begin on the Mishnah on Peidal and Amorbet. Uh, says the Mishnah, Minayin la'aruga shishisha al shisha t'vachim. How do we know that if a person has a vegetable patch, and the vegetable patch consists of six tipachim by six tipachim, a six tipachim square, shizorim bitocha, that you have the capability of planting in that very same patch, you should be able to plant four different types of vegetables on the four sides of this tiny vegetable patch, which by the way, the vegetable patch looks like it's less than two feet, okay? And uh, four different types of vegetable on the four sides of it, with one vegetable, another different type, a fifth type, in the middle, without transgressing the isur of klayim, which is planting two different seeds in a connecting in a in a connecting vein. So, how do we know that? Shnei we bring a biblical pasuk, ki keeretz it doesn't say singular, it says it plural. Now, this basuk does not show you at all anything about planting five things in a six by six. And you, we're going to see the Gemara. The Gemara will go through exactly how you see anything from this basuk at all. Uh, but we'll just translate the basuk for those who want. The basuk translates as follows. For the earth will give forth its plant, and the garden will cause its seed to sprout. Um, like a garden causes its seed to sprout. Okay, beautiful. This is a pasuk that's going to teach us about five in a small garden. Now, you need to know something before we go further about climb. What you need to know is that there's two parts to climb. One part is the part where you don't want the seed to draw from any other seed. So you need to leave a boundary in order to be to ascertain that your watermelon seed is not drawing any sustenance from the other seeds that are planted in it. Besides that, it has to be also visible to people that you're not doing that you're not doing that as well. And therefore there are some times where you'll see that even though it seems like it's the seeds are planted closer than are otherwise allowed, they're going to allow it because it's obvious that it's two different rows, even though it's very, very close. But when the, the, when the when it's obvious to the beholder, to one who's looking that it's two different things, it's going to be allowed as well. Okay? Now let's see the Gemara. My mashma, how do we see it from this pasuk? Amar Bihuda, Bihuda says the following. Ki ke'eretz totzi tzimacha. Okay. Totzi, the word totzi will pull out chad, 
that indicates one. Tzimaha, it's it's uh, sprouting. Chad, that's another one. Hare tre, that equals two. Zeroea tre, the fact that it's plural is two more. Ha'arba, that equals four. Tatzmiach, it'll sprout again later in the pasuk. Chad, ha'chamisha, that comes out to five. V'kimlu l'avanan, and the rabbis are have figured out the chamisha b'shita lo yanki mehadadi that five types in six tivahim it doesn't uh, pull from each other. Now, Gemara says, "Uminalan dikim lehu l'rabanan miltahi." How do you know that you could rely on something that the chachamim figured out? Which means, Rashi explains. This means, who told you that anyone could ever figure out where where uh, a seed could draw its stuff from? Now, the Gemara often tells you things that the Gemara knows. And Kim I'm surprised at this question. And Rashi obviously was bothered by this question. And he's giving you an answer to the question based on what the Gemara is going to answer. The Gemara is going to answer in a second that we're going to see that according to one pshat, the people who preceded the Bnei Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael were experts at knowing uh, horticulture or uh, um, whatever you want to call the science of the science of uh, planting. As a matter of fact, you could have an old-time farmer now who will go to. I think, a it's, called a, I think it's called a botanist. Botany is also botany is also botany is the study of plants per se. And this horticulture is the study of planting plants to be produce uh, larger amounts. Um, so you could have a guy now, an old guy in Iowa. He can go out to a field. He'll take a piece of dirt off the ground and he'll smell it and he'll tell you this thing needs more another year to. to he, he can actually smell the ground or field thing and tell you if it's good soil or bad soil mm-hmm. and what it's good to do. So we're going to discuss the fact that they that, that the people that still also had the knowledge, and if they had the knowledge, of course the Chachamim can have the knowledge. That's what we're going to prove. About. Says the Gemara. How do we know that? The Amar Chia Bar Abba Amar Rabbi Yochanan. My dichtiv lo tasig gevul reecha she gavlu rishonim. What does it mean? It says in the pasuk, "Do not um, move the boundary of your friend." Right. Asher gavlu rishonim that the ones who are before you separated. Don't. It means now. It means don't go past the boundary that the rishonim separated as the time for planting. My gavlu rishonim. What does it mean? Amar b'shul bar nachmani. Amar b'yochanan. Dichtiv. It says ele bnei seir hachori yoshve haaretz. These are the sons of seir. Seir is esav. The chori. Who lived in the land? Now, why do you have to mention that they live in the land? Obviously, they live in the land. Where else they live? Where do you mean? You mean you think everyone else lived in the sky? And you know these guys? They lived in the land. Everyone else? Where else they live? Nice sarcastic question over here. Everyone else where they live? sky? So what's about why is the Torah telling you they live in the land? When we mention that they that they're that they're inhabitants of the land, it means that they're expert inhabitants of the land. And they're able to tell. They were able to say, this field, this, this area, 
Now the area, not talking about the whole area. I think of this little area. So the area, the length of a rod, this this six feet, this is good for olives right here. Uh, Malek this rod's length is givanim. Malek lektenim. Vechori. Now why were they called chori? They would smell the ground. They would pick up a piece of ground, smell it. Ah, figs. That's chori. They would taste the ground like a chiviyah. Chiviyah in Aramaic is a snake. Just like we know the snake was cursed to eat the ground. So these people also would taste the ground and spittle, take, taste the little ground, spit it out and say, olives. Beautiful. Now, this, this different interpretation is not what we came here for. So once we're mentioning interpretations of the word Chori, we're going to mention another one. He says, Rabbi Akhav Yaakov says, They were called B'nei Chorim because they got kicked out of their land by the people of Seir. So there's a Chori, means they were freed. We freed them of their property. Hold on one second. Okay. So, according to the second shot, we... we we relieved them of their property. Chori means they're free, Yani. You're free. The people of Seir took away all your money, so therefore you're under control. Amar Basi. So now, that was the source. Till now was the source. Now we're going to get into the details of how it actually works, which you might have to look at some illustrations to be able to explain it well. Amar Basi. One second, one second, Rabbi. One second, one second. Up until now, you just gave me the pasuk, the original pasuk from the Mishnah that said it's a four. Uh, a planting of a six by six could do four plants on each side and one in the middle, and that all came out of this pasuk. And it all came out of the first that. pasuk that we had right. five different things listed. And, Good. Now, and that, the fact that it was a six by six was not mentioned in the pasuk anywhere. We gave the, the, the rabbis kind of knew that. And where, then the Gemara asked, How could you prove that the rabbis could be trusted to know things like this? And we brought another proof from the people of Seir who seem to be from the Pasuk experts at different uh, different um, So you want to know how they knew want to know how they knew that the seeds won't yonek from each other if they're in that plot of land. That's right. what, that's what that this whole last thing that we did just Correct. to show that they they were horticulturalists. Right. Okay. And, and and it's not exactly apples to apples. So yes, over here in the story, these fellows are not exactly showing how far it draws. But we're assuming that if they're able to taste land and tell you it's for things, they also might be able to go to the next level and be able to tell you how far it goes. Okay? So far, so clear. Now we get to the fun part, which is why we have Baruch Hashem, Shimshon, and Albert to be able to join us and have the fun with us. Okay. Amar Rav Asi. Rav Asi says the following. Aruga an aruga has an area of six tefachim besides its border, which means that the border is going to be a tefach. The writer also says aruga has internally shisha, which is um, six tefachim, right? But how wide are the borders? If there's borders, 
And we're saying that there's borders, so how wide exactly are these borders? Um, for those who are just joining us on now, um, Gibulea Bekama is right by the star Kidetran, uh, seven lines in the bottom. Kidetran, we learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yudha says, Rohav, the width of the border, Kimale Rohav Parsa, like the width of the sole of your foot. And a person's foot sole is a tefach wide. That's the average, well, I guess that's D, size D shoes or something like that, is a tefach wide. Amr Bizera, where did Buddha get this idea that that's how it is? Pasuk says, talking about Eretz Yisrael and contrasting Eretz Yisrael to Mitzrayim, where in Mitzrayim the Nile River comes up and um, waters the entire, irrigates the entire property. It says, and you will water your field, with your foot, like a vegetable garden. Now, when the Pasuk says that, why would it mention on, on a foot? Obviously, what, what does a foot mean? It doesn't mean, it, it's not as opposed to a tractor. What does it mean? Right? Just like a regel is naturally a tefah. So to the border around the vegetable garden is also a tefah. So that's hinting to us about the about the thickness of the border of our vegetable garden, which we said in our Mishnah is able to be have five different types of seeds in a six by six tefahim um, patch with a border we just proved of one tefah. So this is Gemara. Amar Rav. Here's where the fun starts. Amar Rav. Aruga becharubashanin. Rav makes an assertion, and he says. This aruga has to be beharuba, has to be in the middle of barren land, which means that he's basically saying that the only way we can make this Mishnah work and be able to have five different types of vegetables in the same six by six patch without having any kilayim, any mixed breed problems, is if the patch is not next to another patch. It's actually in the middle of a blank area then you can get away with this business of five. But Rav is presuming that had you had the patch next to it on one side, the other side, all around, then you would not be able to get away with five. This will be a question. Says the Gemara, why is Rav saying only has to be in a blank area? What about the corners? Why can't we make it in a way where the corners can work? What does that mean? It could work with the corners. Good. So now, if you look at your Gemara, you will see a, in the Rashi's a type of diagram. And in that diagram, you're going to see nine patches. I don't know why they look like that. They should be six by six. But you'll see that they're planting five different types. In each one of those little boxes, they're planting five different types of vegetables. You'll see on the... It's not that each one is another field, six by six? Each one is a six by six field, correct. 
Good. Go to the, go to the middle one. And in, in each one, there's one dot in the middle, which is one seed. Let's say you grow one pineapple in the middle. And then okay. along the bottom line, you'll grow, let's say, cucumbers. Along the right line, we're going up. You'll do uh, vertically, you're going to do tomatoes. So along the top line, going left, you're going to do, let's say, squash. And along the top line, going south, you're going to do, let's say, um, radishes. And therefore, you were able to get five different types in one thing. So Mar is asking, why is Rav saying, I need to do a Why can't I do it like that? And it should work fine. So do, don't have to do it in a blank area. You could even do it in another correct uh, garden gardens that are separated by a tetra. Right. Now we're assuming that when this happens, you're gonna be far enough away from each other that it's fine. Okay. Now the rule is like this, just to give you the rules. You need a three tifachim separation in order to allow rows to be next to each other. Okay. Now, in order to understand it clearly, you need to know that to get a three separation, three tifachim separation is only necessary if the rows that you're doing are parallel. If the rows that you're doing are perpendicular, perpendicular means opposite each other like this. If they're perpendicular, being that they're going in different directions, it's obvious to the eye that they're not the same thing, and you're allowed to have less than three tvachim. And that's why, if you'll see over here, the, the, the rows that go, I'll show you over here like this. I made a bigger one in this article, which I thought was good. I don't know if you could see it well. I'm going to put it like this. See this? Now, uh, yeah, you can see it now, right? So I have one row yeah. going across, and then you see where there's an arrow pointing to a square in the middle in between the rows? Yes. You see that arrow? So now that's showing, because those two rows that, that are separated by that box are rows that are right, are two fields right next to each other, and those rows are going in the same direction. So those need to be three fucking apart, whereas the, this one and the one next to it, since they go in different directions, are allowed to be closer than three fucking apart. Is that clear? Yeah, so basically every little square is a tefach. And as long as there's three little squares between each other, then you're okay. But when it comes to side-by-side -side fields, there's only a tefach between them, and the two rows are connecting almost. Right. We're assuming that there's going to be... We're but, assuming that it goes... But it looks like a different field, so you're not worried. Let me just show you. Look at this. If you look at... Uh, let me get look at that. Okay? You're assuming that there's two feet, two tefachim away from each other because uh, there's one tefach on the side of each field plus one going up, and together it's going to get it's going to be really three apart in the diagonal. Tosfot doesn't like it because the math doesn't work exactly for those who are good with geometry. The math doesn't work exactly, but this is Rashi shot that we're going with right now. Okay. So again, back to our Gemara. Our Gemara's question is. Wait a second. Why is Rav limiting our Mishnah to be a case where you where you're a lone patch in the middle of nowhere? It could just as well be a full patch as long as you follow this rule that you use 
מקום קלנות. In the academy of Rav, they answered in Rav's name. Rav understood that they went all the way down the corners. And therefore, if they go all the way down the corners, then there would be a problem. Because they'll be right next to each other. You won't have three. You'll only have two. You'll have two apart from each other. So I asked the Gemara, if so, if you want, you could so you could plant on the outside and don't fill up on the corners on the inside. Why did Rav have to say it's an isolated patch? He could have said that you sow you plant the outside you, you on the outside of the patch you go staggered and you don't fill all the corners all the way. Let me give you a you showing me something, Fred? Okay. I'm plugging in my battery slime. Yeah. Okay. Now, I had a good one to show this in the other Gemara. Okay. They're going to show you this one. Found another one of the other Gemara, but the, the basic question. Let me see if I can show you the right one over here. Boom. Look at this. Wait, no. I'm not good at showing things on the screen. That's the wrong one. This one. We, we have that one in our game. This yeah. one. You see this one over here? That one. The Yeah. That one over there. Why don't you just do on the outsides and not do the insides? Why do you have to say that our case in the Mishnah is talking about a guy in the middle of nowhere? Instead of leaving it nowhere, I could leave it like this, and then I'll be fine. We're afraid you might fill the corners, and then you'll Turn be a problem. Page. Turn the page, yes. We're afraid you might fill up the corners, and if you fill up the corners... That's why it would be a problem. So really, it's okay. If if they sow if they plant one side, including the corners, you'll be a problem. Okay. So ask the Gemara. If so, If so, it shouldn't be any worse than a rosh tor. A rosh tor means the head of a cow. Okay, or head of a shore. And there's a there's a famous case about the head of a shore, which is in Masechet um, Klayim, where they say that if it's a Rosh Tor, it's able. I wish I had that. Can I pause in a second? I'm going to get the other other Gemara. Because nice, nice. Okay. So the Gemara says, you see this case of the Rosh Tor again. So there's a Rosh Tor yes. where you have a, I would say, a square, and you have a, tri- a triangle right next to it. And if the square is growing one type of crop and the triangle is growing another type of tra- crop, you don't need a three-tvachim difference because the square and the triangle are obviously two different fields. And if so, here too, even if he does the corners, it's going to be obviously two different fields. We learn, if the head of a cow, which is the triangle one, goes into another field, it's mutar. Says the Mishnah and Kilaim. Because it looks like the end of a field. 
So if it looks like the end of the field, this should be fine as well. Says the Gemara, answers the Gemara, for Rav, no. And Rosh Torah, the word Rosh Torah is only allowed in the case of a larger field. But Aruda, a patch like ours, being that it's so small, doesn't look like, it doesn't give it an appearance of a brand new field. Rather, it looks like a big Mishkevabal and they will not let such a thing. And so therefore, Rav has explained that our Mishnah is only talking about, Rav has successfully defended his position, that our Mishnah could only be talking about five different types in a field that is isolated. Good. That's all Rav. Says Shmuel, Shmuel Amar, differently. Shmuel Amar. No, our Mishnah could, of course, it could be talking about Rav's case, but not necessarily. Our Mishnah could also be talking about Ben Arugot. What do you mean? How could you allow it? Then they're intermingling. We're talking about a case where you made one road this way and one road that way in a, in a fashion that is staggered. Similarly, like, like the case that we, we were challenging Rob before when it goes this way and that way. Good. Amar Ula. Ula says, Ba'u b'marava, they asked in Ens Yisrael, Hifkiya telem echad al kula. If a guy made one big ditch across the whole thing, Mahu, if I made one ditch and I and I filled it up with seeds, one whole, across the whole thing, is it possible still to get five different types if I made one thing all the way across? This is a question that Ula is asking. This irbub, the fact that it's mixing, it messes up the order, and therefore it's asur. So Shashat is saying, no, it's not possible. Once you make one line across the whole thing, you can't do it. This, the fact that it mixes, doesn't mess it up. Now, I guess they're assuming that it's obvious that it's different, and therefore it's okay. Meaning it's obvious that it's a different row, since it goes all the way across, it's very, very obvious, and therefore you don't need the, the, have, to have the full three twachim separate. Et ve'ravina l'rav ashi, ravina es ravashi, hanoteh if a guy plants two rows of, let's say, melons, two rows of squash, and two rows of fool, it's allowed. But if you go, one row of kishreen, one row of dilin, and one row, it's, it's asur. So now, how could he allow, in our Mishnah, you, you see over here that when it's two rows, it looks like a significant thing, and you could tell it's its own entity, and it's allowed. But if it's one row, you see that it's not its own entity. And we just said, according to Rav Ashi, that you can uh, get away with just having one row. It doesn't mess you over. He says, no. Shani hacha, here it's different. Meaning, in the case that you said, since you have sharacha, which means that fool and the cucumbers, these things, cucumbers and fool, these are very, very messy plants. And since they're very, very messy, it doesn't show. 
Our Mishnah was talking about other things, not these items. The reason why they specify these things because they're very, very messy. And messy-looking plants, you're right, doesn't show anything. But, but if it was a clean-looking plant, like a regular plant, it would be fine. And that's how Ashi gets out of the problem. Amar of Kana, Amar of Yochanan. If a guy wants to fill his whole garden with all different types of stuff, what should he do? He should make a garden of six by six. And have a circle of five tivachim in the middle with one type. You can fill up the corners with everything you want. So according to this, if you have, let's see if I can show you a nice one of this. This is good. Yes. Gorgeous picture over here in the hospital. Okay. If you look at this right here, I go, keep going one way. Look, you see? So the middle, that circle in the middle could be one type of things. And you're getting almost your whole, almost your whole thing full okay now the sides the, the each each side besides to the corner ones the sides could be filled with four different species and being that there's four different species on the side i got five but i don't have to do one dot in the middle since it's round i could fill the whole middle it looks it looks like a different species and it's not a problem if it goes right up to the edge because it's obvious it's similar to a rosh tor where you could see it clearly okay I don't know why they're telling me my meeting will end in 10 minutes. If it does, we'll get right back out and start again. Yeah, it's uh, you're 35 minutes in already, that's why. I know, but I, I usually have unlimited. I don't know why I don't have now. Okay, okay. Let's go. Says the Gemara. What about the area in between? Meaning, that's very nice, but you, you won't be able to fill up all my things with these five, because in between this patch and the patch next to it, you're going to have nothing. It's going to be Asur. Yes, it's allowed. Yes, I understand that the circle doesn't look like the line, but the line looks like the line in the, in the, in the, the, the outside line. The, the right line of this one looks like the, exactly like the left line in the one right next to it. That's the most question. Amri, They said, the Mahariv ben Habenayim. Where you leave the area in between empty. It means you have to leave a thin line. We but said that before. When the, we said it, we said that before when we learned the nine pieces. There was a tip We had understood over here that if, he, if the guy, rabbi said you could leave your whole area full of seeds, you don't have to leave any area with nothing. It's not really true. You still have to leave the one tip in between, but that's enough. Okay. okay. When you do in between it, you do a sheti. Wow. According to Ashi, you could actually use the middle. As long as you do horizontal one way and you do it vertical the other way. Now, I don't know if I could show you this. Oh, maybe over here they show it. Hold on a second. Give me a second. Pause. We see the Chazunish's piece, and the Chazunish explains to us that the way it's working 
is when you have when you have the outer parts of the they can't see this but the outer parts are going in a different direction than the inner parts and therefore you have a circle over here and outside the circle you can have two squares one square going in with the with the the lines in the square going vertical and the outer square with the lines in the square lines up that make up the square going horizontal which will allow it to have a distinct look and it'll be okay the Gemara asks now if that's so question it says in the right that has to be six tachim if you want to do different vegetables together we see them only like a square board it sounds like only like a, a, a tablet is what it's okay like a square board if it's round it's okay and Rabbi Yochanan was saying it's okay to have a round thing is a question on Rabbi Yochanan who said who started the whole thing in the original with the round item when the bright is let's be a square they want to add more things the reason why they did a square is to add an extra kulah which means if you want to allow the Rosh Tor to be stuck out of it Rabbi Yochanan allows the Rosh Tor out of Aruga. We said before that Rav doesn't let this Rosh Tor heter, this triangle square heter, Rav doesn't let it. Rabbi Yochanan does. And in order to do it, it has to be uh, a square board where if that square board goes into another field, it's okay because it looks like a field. But had it been the circle one, he wouldn't let it. But it doesn't mean that, that the Brighton doesn't allow um, circle the circle thing of Rabbi Yochanan. It'll still be good. Okay. We have a brand new Mishnah. Rabbi, can we stop it over here? Let's stop it. Let's stop it and then we'll start it again. Okay, stopping recording.